0: Okay, so we are in the middle of the nimshel for the mussel. what the parable really means, when we speak of this great king that goes into the garbage dumps, pulls up the vagabond, brings him back to the palace, and gives him such love and embraces and kisses that even if his heart, the heart of the vagabond, the street person is so stone-like from all of the hard knocks of life. His heart melts, and he feels such love for the king. So, as we explained yesterday, the king is God, and we spoke in Tanya about God's enormous power. I mean, we're saying a king; the king is only a metaphor because God, as the ultimate king, is so much more vast and infinitely powerful and infinitely vast continuing the real of that storyline. So here God has infinite myriads of hosts, and each host thousands of thousands of angels. And they all say, where is him? Where is his place? I mean, not where is he, but where does he place himself? Where does he focus himself? Where is he being? And they say he's with the Jewish people. Because God, so to speak, puts aside all the other world and all the lower world. That's not what he's choosing. He's choosing the Jewish people. And to choose those Jewish people, God goes into the garbage. What's the garbage that God went into? Egypt. When the Jews were in Egypt, Egypt was the garbage of the world. It was the most immoral, low, decrepit environment. It was a place of such filth and evil. And God didn't have to go personally. He could have... That myriads of hosts and angels to pull the Jews out. But because of his enormous love for us, he went himself. He went to save us. He went to pull us out. So that's the king going into the garbage. When the king goes back into the palace, he's embracing and kissing and showing such love for this person. So where do we see that? Well, that's our relationship to God in Tarementos. Meaning a kiss is a mouth-to-mouth encounter, a breath-to-breath. And embrace is a body to body. So the kiss, this divine kiss, is your mouth speaking the words of God's mouth, speaking the words of Torah, speaking specifically the words of Jewish law. The mingling of the breath, your breath to his breath, is grasping the Torah, is knowing his will and wisdom, because that comes from his on an inner level. That's like his breath, because it's coming from deep inside of him. So when you're speaking words of Torah and learning words of Torah, that's the kiss. That's the mouth-to-mouth, mouth. that's the breath-to-breath. Breath. And what's the embrace, what's the body-to-body? Body? That's keeping the mitzvahs. Because the mitzvahs, we're told, are akin to like the divine body. In other words, there are 613 mitzvahs parallel to the 248 limbs and 365 veins or sinews. So every mitzvah is another limb, so to speak, in God's body. Not, of course, know should understand misunderstand this. We're not trying to anthropomorphize God in such a way that we're saying he has this body. He doesn't. God's body is not something that's visible on, on, or or in any way a physical manifestation. We're also here of, of God, of pure spirituality. But in the realms of spirituality, there's the concept on a spiritual plane of the body of God with all the limbs in God's body. And every mitzvah, is another limb so when you do a mitzvah it's like your limb the limb that you have that's associated with that mitzvah is fusing with his in other words like the Rebbe says there's the three master divine traits kindness, judgment, and compassion kindness is like the right arm judgment is the left and compassion is like the trunk of the body when you're doing a mitzvah of kindness let's say you're doing charity So charity is one of God's commandments, one of the 613 commandments. It's drawn godliness to one of the 613 parts of your soul, which in turn fuses with one of the 613 parts of your body. Let's say your right arm, the aspect of kindness. I'm just saying let's say because I can't know for sure, but that's my assumption. So when you do charity, your right arm is now fused with God's right arm. That's the embrace, your arm to his. And if you're doing a commandment that has to do with judgment, again, one of the six hundred and thirteen parts of your soul, fusing with that part of your body, fusing with that part of, so to speak, God's body. So let's say now it's your left arm, it's judgment. So your left arm is fusing with, so to speak, God's left arm. That's the embrace. So the kiss is speaking the words of Torah, learning and understanding Torah, and the embrace is your body parts, fusing with his body parts, as per each specific mitzvah. Which relates to the blessing we make when we do a mitzvah. Because the generic blessing before a mitzvah is asher kiddushanah b'mitzvotsov, who has sanctified us in his commandments. Now, asher kiddushanah b'mitzvotsov, who has sanctified us, is like what a man says when he's marrying a woman. Hare at mikudeshessly. Keddushanah It's the same root word. So what is that man saying to the woman? He's saying, We're together a unit separate from the whole world. right you're sanctified to me, you're dedicated to me. We're separate. We're a unit separate from the whole world, the two of us together. So we say sure we're saying to God the same thing. That right now through this commandment, I'm yours and you're mine in in a bond, like so to speak, a marital bond, a bond of oneness that makes us bonded in a way that we're separate from the whole world. It's just the two of us. That's interesting. We could think, okay, that's a sweet connection, sort of akin to the relationship of the man and woman, is man and God when he does a commandment. But the Rebbe says it's the opposite. The Rebbe says literally, and much more so to an infinite degree, is the bond of the godly soul and God doing the mitzvah. Meaning it's not like, it's sort of like marriage in some pale image. It's the opposite. Marriage is some pale mirror image of the absolute fusion that occurs between man and God through the performance of the mitzvah. Any questions? Please unmute yourself, star six. Okay.